tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We go deep, homeboy. We are back in the saddle. Uh, this week's podcast are going to be some of the best we've ever done, starting with this two-part series we're doing. We have two heavy hitters on the show, uh, so we're going to get into that. But today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Blue Chew. That's right. Tim Fall has got boner pills. That's right. You need it, okay? If you like sex, you love Blue Chew, go to BlueChew.com. Blue Chew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. Would you like to last longer? Add a couple more rounds, huh? Make that vagina look like Rocky's eye. Bam! <laughs> Let's hit it and quit it. I love boner pills. I used to take the old boner pills. I used to do those. I go to a gas station, get a boner pill, and then what would happen? My legs would hurt the next day because that's some shady shit. Not <laughs> Blue Chew, dude. Blue Chew is the real deal. Chewables can work up. To twice as fast as normal pills. The, the chewables from Blue Chew can, take, can be taken on a full or empty stomach. That's huge. Online physician consult is free. So Blue Chew is cheaper than those other two Viagra and I don't even want to talk about. It only takes a few minutes to connect with BlueChew.com affili- affiliated physicians. And if you qualify, you can get prescriptions online quickly. No in-person doctor visits, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line in the pharmacy. Nope. Blue Chew ships directly to your door in discreet packages. The chewables from Blue Chew are prescribed online by a doctor and made in the U.S. U.S.A. 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 That's right, dude. We're not making anything in the country. Free shipping. Free shipping, dude. Get those. Hey, dude, you want to help the economy? Buy boner pills. You know why? Because these boner pills are made by Americans for Americans, okay? That's what these boner pills. They should put little fucking American flags on these packages because this is the most patriotic stuff you can do. You know what it doesn't say? What? It says full, full stomach, empty stomach, but it doesn't say... Nose full of cocaine. Yeah, right. That shit will work. Yeah, dude. These shit will come through with that. You're doing blow and you're banging chicks because that's the whole reason you got blow. You need some blue chew. Make it happen. You got it. You need it. Right? Just okay. (laughs) Coachella, you need it too. Dude, at Coachella, everybody needed it. (laughs) Listen, dude. Okay. So this is what you do. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use the promo code TINFOIL. Just pay $5 shippings after that. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code TIMFOIL. Chew it and do it, dude. <laughs> Make that shit happen. And, of course, our friends at BetDSI. BetDSI, for all your betting needs, go to BetDSI. Use the promo code HAT100 and get on that. The NBA playoffs, this is the greatest round of basketball I've ever seen in the playoffs, okay? Baseball's he- heating up, all right? UFC is killing it. 
Boxing is making a resurgent. You can bet on all these at BetDSI. Go to BetDSI, use the promo code HAT100, and you will get, okay, whatever you deposit, they'll match up to $500. Now, some of you guys have complained that you've made the bet one, you can't pull your money. That's because you basically got into the, you, you took the bonus. You don't take the bonus offer, okay? Don't log into the bonus offer. Don't take that. All right, and you'll be able to get your money right out. If you decide to use the bonus, then you got to do a certain amount of betting. But don't don't go into the bonus. Make your bets. You'll be able to get your money out. And uh, they're one of the longest running sponsors of all my podcasts. Enough with pushing proc. How long was that, Aaron? Four minutes, dog. Four minutes. Big things are coming. Uh, today's is going to be part of a two part series, and I brought in heavy heavy guns. Joining us in studio is one of the top guests on the show. Every time he comes, numbers go out, blow up, and he's such a quiet guy, you wouldn't even know it. He was outside admiring our parking lot. That's how simple of a man this is. <laughs> All right? He's done USOs. I've traveled the world with this guy. We've watched Adam Hunter, before he's married, grind on Filipino cover band ladies, okay? Uh, he's one of my good friends, and I love with all my heart. My good friend, Aaron Bowman. How What's are you, up, buddy? Man? What's up? Where can they find you on the internet? Um, you can find me on the Facebook, um, Twitter. Your energy is insane. Uh, Pull it you know, back. It's, it's, like, um, <laughs> it's like I've been studying conspiracies so long, I get scared to be on the internet like, no but, don't you know they they um they already record everything though yeah so i don't post a lot of stuff on the facebook or twitter stuff dealing like with what are you my mom's like the facebook yeah yeah i are just you gonna don't, tell me um, don't forget to eat i got you know youtube don't forget to eat what is your youtube um a bowden 500 a b o w d e n 500 but i don't put out like content okay. i just you know i like have my, that about you and on the Skype, uh, when this whole subject that we were going to talk about came out, uh, the internet told me I should get this young man on our show. Uh, he's an authority in the occult. He has some one of the most popular podcasts out there. Please welcome Isaac Weishop, everybody. How are you, dude? Good, good, good. Sorry, I couldn't be out there. I, I was hoping... Uh, Eddie Bravo could choke me out if I showed up, but you didn't guarantee that. So yeah, okay. Well, we'll make that happen on another one, dude. We'll just send <laughs> yeah. Eddie to your house and yeah. he'll choke you out if that's what you want, brother. Isaac, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, IlluminatiWatcher.com is the uh, jump-off point. I'm on all the socials, but I don't I don't really like social media too much. But I'm on all of them. I got banned from YouTube, so uh, you know I uploaded a, I I started a new channel on there. Uploaded a couple videos, but you can get all the real videos on IlluminatiWatcher.com. Have you used uh, our one of my favorite new websites, BitChute.com? <laughs> no, I haven't. Tell me more. Oh, dude, seriously, go to Bitch. Dude, this isn't this isn't any kind of uh, you know. Pro I mean, they're not sponsored show. It's like BitChute.com. Their their whole thing is. We're going to let you do whatever you want. We're going to do free speech, yeah. which some fucking pedo will come and ruin that. You know, or some dude in the fucking forest talking about crazy shit will come and ruin fucking that. But it's bitch, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E dot com. That's a great place for all your videos, man. Start throwing it up there. And then you can also go to Gab, 
gab.com and get into that. So yeah. those bitch, are great. Okay, yeah, yeah, awesome. those are all familiar. He'd be perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. for bit shoot. Yeah. So today I want to talk about. Uh, we're doing a two-part series, guys. This is part one. We're going to talk about the life and rhymes of Nipsey Hussle, okay? And then we're going to get in tomorrow with the guys from The Block is Hot. We'll have our returning champions back, and we're going to get in to the dangers of being a holistic doctor, okay? We're And that whole thing. But I want to start, where do we start, guys, with Nipsey Hussle? I mean, it is crazy to be a rapper today, right? I mean, like... As a comic, I complain about trolls. They just say mean comics. When rappers get trolled, they get shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's like yeah, but- I think the I think the uh, the Illuminati rappers, <laughs> the Illuminati and the uh, rap genre intermingle quite a bit. I think it's probably the most dangerous profession out there at this point is to be a rapper. Uh, you look at all of the uh, the entertainment. And how the idea that there's an Illuminati controlling, uh, sending out a certain message and agenda, uh, you'll find most of it shows up in the rap music. Uh, is very dangerous when you consider. I mean, like, look at you. You don't hear about um, Garth Brooks shooting up Toby Keith, or uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't listen to country music. I can't name any more country stars. But all you gotta say is Toby Keith on Lean. Right, one hundred percent. It is very interesting that. Rap seems to be more controlled. And this is going to say, I must say something's going to piss off a lot of people. I think a lot of black culture wasn't even developed by black, the black community. I think a lot of stuff that we see right now is controlled by Illuminati. And it's just like, you know, get money, fuck bitches, get money and all that shit. When you look back at like public enemy and beyond earlier it was like uplifting powerful then it just got got, you know it's like we're seeing this push right now like where it's like empowering black people on television and i'm cool with that because so much of black culture is really just like get money pop motherfuckers in the ass and shit well yeah i mean there's that one letter i mean i guess it's debatable if it's real or not but there was a letter released between um record executives and then the owners of the uh, private prison system saying we're going to we're going to give the public and the black culture the most you know low level violent shit and we're going to keep these prisons filled for you you know the whack and huts and and because those prisons are traded publicly on the, on the stock market relative to their stock prices relative to how many people are incarcerated so you know, and you can't tell me it doesn't influence people, man. Because I remember when I was a kid, when I was you know twenty, I listened to hip hop, and before you know it, you're wanting to sell weed out of your trunk and shit. <laughs> and I'm a white guy, you know, so it does influence people whether you like it or not. For sure, dude. And then you have you know like uh, Cardi B. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Cardi B. Cardi B is like I used to fucking drug guys and rob them, and then sure as shit, here comes stories. Chicks drugging dudes and robbing them, and it's like the Kardashians. Even though it's not hip hop, it's like, hey, dude, who can I babies with that are the worst fucking dudes to have babies with and ruin their lives and ruin their lives? And oh, he left me. Thank God I got millions of dollars in the bank for being fucking witches, you know. Oh, but I'm gonna be like the Kardashians, even though I got no money in the bank and I'm raising this kid. And like, listen, if you're a single mother and you hooked up with a guy you thought was a good dude and then he leaves, that's out of your control, okay? But single mothers tend to put out kids who end up in prisons. I mean, it's just the statistics show it. And the the demonization of the father figure through the entertainment is a giant psyop 
I remember when Jennifer Aniston goes, you know what I've learned is if I want to have a kid, I don't need a dad to raise that kid. And I'm like, why would you say that? Oh, yeah, you're a fucking trust fund kid <laughs> whose fucking mom is a casting director and you are never going to have to worry about money. But, oh, yeah, you're such a horrible person. No one will stick around long enough to knock you up. Okay? I mean, why she go through everybody? Because she's got to be the worst lay in the fucking world. And But to say that shit is all psyop stuff. Anyways, yeah. Isaac, thoughts? Why does the, why is rap the target of the Illuminati? I don't know, but I got these blue shoes. I'm about to show Jennifer Aniston a good time. I right? do wreck that vagina, dog. Yeah, your, your boner's no. sticking up a little bit in the screen. But no, dude, it's, I'm telling you because... No. Go on, go on. Sorry, I to, to 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 touch on that topic uh, about the father figures. I wrote a book on uh, hip hop and the uh, conspiracy theory realm and where they intersect. And in it, in the research, there was this study from 1965 uh, by the Department of Labor. And you know, to paraphrase and to sum up, kind of one major point of it, there was they, they said basically there was 300 years of oppression. Uh, with negative consequences through slavery, and then uh, at a certain point, you know, with, when uh, when they were freed, they were given liberty but not equality. When you know, you consider all the the Jim Crow segregation sure. stuff that they were forced uh, forced into, and what that did was, and this is the this is the study I'm, I'm citing here, right? It it made uh, it, it forced black men into these submissive roles out in public, which. Um, you know, cause they were still segregated, had to use different bathrooms, whatever. Um, and the, the idea that they presented in the, in the study was that, you know, as men, uh, were, were kind of supposed to be, uh, you know, peacocking and, um, and, and having confidence and all this stuff. And, and what happened to the, to the, to the black male when, with all the segregation was they were punished if they were too confident, they were lynched. Yep. So they acknowledged this in the 60s. And then what do they do after that? Well, they, they come up with all these uh, 101 crack cocaine drug laws, privatized prison industries, uh, COINTELPRO. I mean, the black the black community is a target, you know? Oh, for sure. And it's just and it, they got isolated. The uh, crack cocaine. I mean, like that uh, brought by super predator Bill Clinton, who like the whole joke was like, He's the first black president, ha, 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 when he passed the law, which, what you said, 100 to 1, which was throwing black black males into the prisons, thus taking the male figure out of the, the, the family unit. And, dude, it just caused chaos. Yeah, and, like, and, and, and to, you know, add on to that, like, the whole thing with the CIA, uh, the the Contra rebels, and how they brought the crack into uh, black culture through uh, was it Freeway Rick Ross, you know, like like they the the you know if we want to call it the Illuminati or or whoever the ABCs, um, for some reason they seem to target this group. And even though, like I said, like in the '60s they had that study that that said, look, there's a problem, and uh, there's like a, a disproportionate effect, and for some reason they. You know, they keep hammering home this 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 idea of sort of suppression, which, you know, leads us into Nipsey Hussle and, and why we could argue that he was t not just murdered from a, a gang violence, but taken out.
Well, you know, a, a big thing also is like we're seeing that right now with the white male. And I know everybody, here we go, white guys have it bad. I'm not saying that. What I am saying right now is there's a concentrated effort to demonize white men. Now we're flooding these neighborhoods with heroin. It's the same game plan they did on the ma- on the blackmail. And I go, oh, dude, Sam, whoa, we see white people in these ivory, uh, uh, these high-end schools on television. Well, I go, if you actually look at TV and you want to look at the, who's on television, actually study who's on TV. These aren't just white guys. These are all trust fund kids and private school kids that are above the fray. And what they're doing is they have average Joe, the average white kid, they're flooding them with negativity, demonizing them as racist. If you're, uh, if you're not a, a fucking beta cuck like all these <laughs> art student theatrical fucking cucks that are in Hollywood, you're demonized as like a, a Neanderthal, a scumbag, a racist, if you don't just bend over and take it in the ass from lizard people, okay? So this is what we're doing now, which is now flood everybody with drugs. Okay, just like they did with crack cocaine, flood these towns with fucking heroin, get everybody hooked and throw everybody in jail. And now the white male of the middle class and lower class is going to be thrown in jail. And these kids are going to have to be raised again by single mothers, which is the exact same game plan. And that's just what they do. And I yell a lot on this. It's but it is. It's a it's a it's a concerted effort to remove the protector of any sort of cultural group. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, Black Culture United is a powerful freaking force, man. So you get rid of those dudes. You get rid of the white male who protects his family because, you know, they want... It's a demoralization and a destabilization campaign that's been going on for a long time. You get rid of the, the protectors, and who, who do you turn to? The state. I mean, it's right out of the communist playbook, man. You just you get rid of the, the groups that are going to protect their land and women and culture and and yeah man it's it's yeah and now it's moving into into whitey and yeah so that's- yeah and they're just demonizing them even though mm. you see white people on television who are these white people they're they i mean they're the sons and daughters of the people causing all this chaos yeah and if you look at like what basically the unabomber's manifesto just laid it all out that the rich upper class kids are going to hijack liberalism and they're going to be doing all this crazy shit, demonizing this group, trying to lift up, not because they respect them, because they actually think they're lower class and they have yep. pity for them. Yep. Um, what? But why rap? I mean, we've seen rap more. It seemed like rap was starting to go again to positivity and then, boom, we're right back to mumble rappers who are just like mumbling about the worst thing. You see them talking about prescription medication now all through their raps. Uh, your thoughts on that, Isaac? Yeah. And there, so um, to, to, to jump onto the point a minute ago, the uh, I, I think it's a class warfare more so than the, the uh, you know, uh, racial thing. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. It's like they're they're trying to get us to fight over, you know, straight versus gay, black yeah. versus white. But when it's like rich versus poor, and you get these agents of chaos coming out, and they're like, fuck that, it's about, you don't, you know, you it, just try sure. putting that out and just watch the amount of shit you get 
from black people and white women who've mm-hmm. somehow convinced themselves that they are part of the minority, which is the whole seventy, <laughs> which is the whole seventy cents on the dollar thing, was a psyop to convince women that they're not with white males, that they are actually an oppressed group of people. When the actually seventy cents on the dollar comes from actual business decisions they make, which is yeah. doing less overtime, moving for the cor- cor- uh, the, the corporation, putting it, you know, whatever. It takes to move up in the business they don't want to do because they're more family oriented so all wait up so all these rappers that have died you don't think none of it had to be just gang violence they are in the gang in in gangs doing stupid shit so well, we're gonna drugs, get into like, that we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that you were talking about the details of his background right of nipsey hustle's background mm-hmm. i mean he's a you know he's an interesting guy like um He's um, his father was Eritrean, which is like a, a smaller country. Used to be part of Ethiopia. Guy named um, um, Haile Selassie came from there. His he's his his birth name is Raz Tafar, which is where Raz Tafari comes from. They believe like Bob Marley and the Jamaicans kind of took on Haile Selassie or Raz Tafar as the incarnate of. He comes from the the bloodline of David from the house of Solomon. He's almost like a, a God reborn, right? So Nipsey has on his, uh, his eye right here, a tattoo that means says God will rise or his name, uh, his real name, Ermius, uh, Joseph Ashkadon. Ermius means God will rise. Um, part of the rolling sixties neighborhood Crips apparently involved in, um, you know, gang violence and hustling and drug dealing, I imagine. I don't know his exact criminal record, but he, he says in interviews he was in gunfights, he was hustling, um, and then, um, you know, was shot on 3.31 at 3.20 p.m., well, six 321, times. 3.21, what does that mean? 3.31, well, because they always throw in their little, their little 33s, you know, 3.31, thir- at 3.20, 32, you know, 32, 33rd degree Freemasons on, um, you know, shot six times. Just some interesting circumstances that seem to happen quite a bit. Isaac knows, like, how many times are dudes shot at this time on this date? You Does know, that happen like, a lot, uh, Isaac? Yeah, most definitely. It's um, and, and I don't get too obsessed with the numerology kind of elements, but... Uh, like for for instance, on this one, you know, Nipsey was was killed at age 33, which is very important in terms of the the occult rituals, which, uh, you know, we could we could we could zoom out just for a, a quick second. And if we want to argue that there's this Illuminati group, this sort of, uh, you know, secretive elite group that we don't know who they are or what they're really uh, their agenda is. Uh, one thing that I I believe we can glean from it is that they are into these occult ideas that go back to uh, sort of like pagan ideas, go back to the Babylonian stargazers, the um, the Egyptian uh, mystery schools, which is applicable here with with Nipsey Hussle. And, and we can talk about that in a second. Um, but as far as the, the numerology here and why it's important, um, you can look to uh, Manly P. Hall, a, a 33rd degree Freemason. He wrote a book, uh, The Secret Teachings of All Ages. And in it, he he breaks down the number thirty three. He and he ties it into into the processes of alchemy, which is something that you'll you'll find in all your research. It, it always goes into these 
occult practices, which is um, – and, and alchemy is this idea of uh, – people are familiar with it, the idea of turning lead into gold, right, um, which – you could, you, you know, and you could take this a million directions. There's, there's probably some occultists out there like, well, that's not quite correct. But, but I'm, I'm speaking in generalities and from a, from a perspective of someone who doesn't practice these things. I just read about them, right? Um, it's this idea that man can perfect himself and become God. Man can become God in his own right, which is, to me, what I believe the ultimate uh, agenda is for these people in the Illuminati. And that's why Nipsey is so important because, um, like, like Aaron said, his name, Hermias means God is risen. And then his, his alter ego, his, his, his street name, his rap name is Nipsey. And that means full. Well, what does the full mean? You, you go into the tarot. Um, you know what? Sorry, man, I'm, I'm rambling. Let me, let me get back to the <laughs> No, thing. you're doing great. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Okay. Dude. Yeah, you're don't fine. Dude. I'll finish talking about the tarot thing. Okay. Um, uh, but Manly Hall, with the number 33, it goes to alchemy, okay? And he basically says, and I'm paraphrasing here, something to the effect of how alchemy is symbolized by the triangle, and it's the idea of three processes in three different realms, okay? Yeah. And and these Illuminati types are always into interdimensional stuff, like, as, uh, you know, <laughs> Alex Jones, who was on your show, that was a great show, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> he was talking about all this interdimensional stuff because it always goes back there. It goes into like the world of quantum physics and all this kind of wacky stuff. But anyways, um, Manly P. Hall says that um, the 33rd degree of Freemasonry is represented by three times three, which is an alchemical process, the three processes in the three realms. And he's talking about 33, three times three is nine, which is the number for the esoteric man. And it has and it has all this connection to the Kabbalistic tree of life, and you know we can get deep on off the deep end. But the idea here is that man can be deified as God, which is which is um, a concept I wrote about in my hip hop conspiracy book because it came up so so often. Uh, because 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 look, I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of the hip hop genre. I listen to all kinds of rap music. I listen to these mumble rappers. I you know. SoundCloud rap. I listen to all of it. And, you know, half of it's trash. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it but. is trash. And young people hate hearing <laughs> that. But mumble rap is trash. Okay? I know I'm an old man with scoliosis. <laughs> all right? But it's trash. All right? I've been listening to it forever. Before it was called hip-hop, it was called rap. It is. And I was it's listening good. to it. And it's trash. Is there good rappers? There's great rappers out there. Just the ones that it's getting thrown. It's not that rap isn't good. It's just what the mainstream media is pushing you, like fucking Tech 6 9 whatever that garbage fuck puppet was. Okay? He's garbage. That's And now he's fucking working in a food court in Iowa under the name Thomas because he's he snitched out on everybody, okay? But he was garbage. And stop telling me he wasn't garbage. He was garbage. There's great rap out there. Spotify, who I fucking hate because they know me. Their analytics know me so well. Like, there's a lot of great rappers out there. Just the stuff you're listening to, kids, is garbage. Go on. <laughs> but wait, real quick, so, real uh, quick. As one, as one exercise, Isaac can back me up, I think, for the people at home. When you watch, watch any movie, TV show, video, whatever, and really keep your eyes open and see how often you see the number 33 somewhere put into that movie or TV show, you will freaking see it in everything. Netflix whether it's the 33rd floor or they're standing at bus stop there, whatever it is, just keep your eyes open. You will start to see it 
everywhere. They can't stop putting pentagrams on yeah, Netflix sorry. ads. In L.A., oh, everywhere yeah. you drive, like yeah. Netflix, and then there's just some like she's a she's a misunderstood witch, and she's just <laughs> holding a pentagram. And you're like, what are we doing, Netflix? You shady motherfuckers. Go on, Isaac. Thoughts? Yeah, Netflix is uh, they're they're perpetrating for sure. They got the uh, Sabrina show. I did a whole analysis on that. They got <laughs> the, this new show called The Order, which is precisely what all this stuff is. It's about um, using ritual magic, occult practices in order to, uh, you know, glean whatever powers you can from some other dimension, right? And I'm not here to say it's right or wrong or it doesn't work. Uh, I actually, on the contrary, think it does work. I just, uh, my personal beliefs, uh, you know, I don't want to dabble in it. I'm not trying to deify myself to become a god one day, uh, which is what I think is like sort of the end game here. Um, For these lizard people. It's the lizard people, exactly. (laughs) Right, go on. I'm with you. <laughs> it's the interdimensional transfer. You see, consciousness is on a comet, and yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so you, so let's let's finish up this 33 talk real quick, and then then we'll get into the tarot. Uh, <coughs> uh, I read some of Jordan Maxwell's stuff, and he referenced the uh, the 33 number is important because it's it's. Um, uh, a symbol for the sun, right? Because when you look at these occult religions, the Freemasons, uh, the Kabbalists, all the, the Rosicrucians, they all seem to have this I, th- this this weird conflation of Jesus Christ and the sun because they were like sun worshippers, right? Um, so the number 33 is a reference to the Zodiac because it's really important in their belief system, okay? And they say that the sun enters the different houses of the zodiac. Like, I, you know, they divide it up into, uh, was it like 12 different houses or four houses or whatever? Um, enters the house at the 30th degree and leaves at the 33rd degree, which is what they believe uh, their interpretation of the, the story of Jesus Christ is that it, it was all, you know, this sort of uh, occult symbolism of this guy. And, and he, had, he died at 33 because God's son, which to them is spelled S U N. God's son, he dies at 33. That's why the Masons won't go above the 33rd degree. No one can rise higher than the sun. That's their God. And, oh that, and that's how, and God. you can get into all these side tangential stuff about Lucifer and, um, which, which actually, yeah, let's, let's get into, um, uh, the tarot, right? Um, Nipsey, that name on urban, and I, and I read this somewhere else on, on someone's website, so I'm not claiming I, I realized this, but Nipsey apparently on Urban Dictionary means fool. And um, the fool in the tarot is also known as the Joker. It's also known as the magician because it's always about these this ritual magic stuff, right? And to me that rang a bell because I did an analysis on the, the film Suicide Squad a couple years ago. And at the time... We were looking at all these different ideas of uh, the mass shooters, if you recall. Yeah. Aurora, Colorado. Uh, J- uh, James Holmes was the guy dressed up as the Joker who shot up Aurora, Colorado. Um, and then there was another guy. I, I think his name was Jared something. He was in Vegas dressed up as the Joker trying to shoot up some people. Uh, and what was curious was this idea of it was kind of this idea that, you know, when you look at all this entertainment stuff and you look at all these occult beliefs, you could argue that. Through ritual magic, they're trying to uh, make changes, make changes in the universe, and that's the definition of magic: causing uh, change, ca- uh, causing change in conformity with their will, their desires, changing, changing the world we live in. 
Um, you know, and I don't want to get too like esoteric on all this, but go for um, it. The, the idea about Aurora, okay, Aurora, Colorado had importance there because Aurora is the, uh, the the mother of Lucifer, right? Oh my! And because God, all this stuff, all, really? <laughs> yeah, and all this stuff goes into like Luciferian doctrine. Now, your thoughts, they're, Isaac? They're, I don't know. If, I see a cross behind you, so I'm assuming you're you have some Christian beliefs, which is all all beliefs are welcome. Is Lucifer? A good guy, a bad guy, because I've done some, we've done some research on like, like the demonization over time, the upside down world where, you know, the son of God, which was the son of God is a man in heaven. What would be the antichrist would be what a woman on earth, mother earth. And there's been this demonization also of the serpent, which is knowledge. The eagles seen as good, but it's over overlooking uh, authority, um, is Lucifer a bad guy? Because we've had our, our friend Pat Miltich on, who's a who's a Freemason, and he's kind of scared Eddie Bravo <laughs> when he goes, uh, you know, Lucifer is the Illuminate. It, so what is your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah, he's the ultimate deceiver for sure. Is he a good deceiver or you bad know, deceiver? I mean, like... No, 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 no. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing, man, because um, my personal beliefs uh, are in Christianity, but like... Anyone who's followed my work knows, like, I'm sort of a different breed of it where, like, like I get how there's doubt in there. I, I get how people say, look, this is all a control agenda and religion is a bunch of bullshit. And, like, I get that. So, like, I, you know, I vacillate between, like, how strong, you know, which day of the week, how strong my beliefs are. Um, but ultimately, it goes back to – it goes back to and, – and it's funny because the occultists and the Illuminati, they, it's almost like their tell is, like – you know, at, at a, sometimes I think, yeah, I don't know about this Christianity stuff. There's there's sketchiness to it. But then, like, I look at all this obsession they have with bringing down Christianity. So it's like, well, of course that you know that is their goal. Why 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 would that be their not be their goal if they didn't also believe in this Luciferian doctrine, which is the the, the sort of inverse idea of of Christ? Which you know, and, and you can connect. I I got in arguments with people about this in the past. Um, but you know they reference Lucifer in the Bible like one time, right? One time, uh, yep. and in and in the Orthodox Study Bible that I have, it, it it clearly says like it's a reference to Satan. You know, and 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 I'm not the most uh, biblical. Uh, I'm not the most knowledgeable as far as like biblical teachings and all that. Like I said, like uh, I'm I'm definitely like a shitty Christian. Like don't look at me. To <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I'm not that guy, right? Shitty Christian <laughs> next on ABC. <laughs> so so yeah but 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 ultimately like these these illuminati people they're obsessed with this this luciferian doctrine they think that lucifer is uh this guy with a bad rap and if it wasn't for the christians he would be the the ultimate liberator and you can look to the story of prometheus uh not not the alien movie but like um you know prometheus and and uh uh the idea that he liberated man by stealing the fire from the gods and that's technology. The fire is technology that he gives to man. So that is, through technology, man wow. will become God. That's that's all that transhumanism stuff. It's it's the idea of uploading our souls into like a digital consciousness, right? That's the end game. If you look up Google, Google's got patents trying to research this stuff. That's why they got Ray Kurzweil on as their director of engineering because his whole goal is to. Um, is immortality to bring his dead father back to life for him to live immortally in this digital matrix. And I don't know about you, but like the idea of, of, 
of etern- eternity inside of Facebook sounds like a, a fucking nightmare to me. Yeah, for sure. For well, that, sure. That, that's as above, so below. I mean, God created up here the heavens. So Lucifer, the intellect, wants to create his world down here, which is the exact inverse of God's natural law. That's why everything that was is was once considered good is now bad. Regular marriage, bad gay marriage, good, or what you know, right, whatever right, right. it is. So, well, what so about they the, do the exact opposite. What about the black cube of Saturn? It seems like a lot of these these um, ca- these characteristics of Satan is actually from the black cube of Saturn, which we've seen. What these people, whoever they are, I mean, like if you, you believe in Anunnaki, which I'm very much into, not saying it's the thing, but I'm very much into it. Created this descendants of like reptiles and their whole thing is to flip the upside down world and the big thing is the black cube of saturn which we see in so many different religions and the dark and i'm trying to find out why saturn has such evil characteristics in this religion but that seems to be more of what christianity i mean what the satan is actually yeah well i think the the Saturn, the black cube of Saturn, there, there's different sort of um, divisions of it. Like the Saturnalian cult uses the black cube, Saturn, Satan, just take out the R. Yeah. You know, the Freemasons, they, they love the, the square, a, yeah. a three-dimensional square is a cube. So they like... When they say you get blackballed, somebody yeah. told me their father's very hard up. He's like, you don't... It's, no, they, they, they change... You don't get blackballed. Yeah. You get hit with a black cube. And that means you're out. Yeah, the the old word for Saturn is L, is the, the name of Saturn was L, so that's why you get elevated, you get the elite, you know, you get elected. the the judge oh The judge in the God. courtroom wears the the, wow. the black robe of Saturn. You know, when you graduate, you wear your black robe and you get your square mortarboard on your head. That's the Freemasonic, you know, square thing for the builders. So, the the Saturn cult is is just, I think, one of the divisions that's kind of the, the way they, you know, exemplify it. But it's it's the same as a few others. Some people do, do pure, like, Satanism or yeah. Saturn worship or Freemasonry or Kabbalah. It's, it's, it's different ways to describe the same thing. But they love the cube. So back to the tarot. Ice I w- cube. Yeah, 100%, dude. <laughs> I would hunt, I mean NWA that thing was so manufactured by some uh, dark arts motherfuckers and like it's so funny to listen to people like dude they were just speaking on the streets no they created this lifestyle they created they spread it right. around yeah maybe it happened here 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 but they made it seem like that is black culture and that was not at the time Well remember Nipsey he's got you know he's got those um checkerboard flags tattooed right here that's he's got the black and white on the murals to him you know he's surrounded in black and white you can see him there's one picture of him and lauren london um he's standing on the square the freemasons they put their left foot forward they stand like on the square and he's holding a rope which is i think that's like i don't know isaac it's like the second or third degree of masonry they pull your pant leg up and you hold you put a rope around your neck they blindfold you I think that's the, the master mason or the fellowship of the craft. Like so, he was oh he was God. definitely working his way up in masonry. You can see him with Diddy doing the the hidden hand, um, left foot forward. They're both standing in that perfect position. Let me ask you something, Isaac. 
So you brought up that Nipsey is the fool or, or and all that stuff. Do you think that he did this on purpose? Or are these <coughs> handlers, let's say, or whoever gets them? Because we want to talk about wh- wh- how his music... Okay, let's get into that. How did his music get on the radar of the Illuminati? And did he change stuff up once they got a hold of him? Well, he had a song called... Um fuck donald trump right like that that'll get you on the radar <laughs> he, had, he, uh, he had um this is this was uh he recorded with uh yg uh, this is before this was in 2016 when he was running in the primaries when trump was running the primaries so this is before he was elected right which is also very curious like and, and i don't want to set up a, a a side tangent but like this whole fake news stuff with the with the russia thing they acted like in in November of sixteen. They acted like this was a news flash, but clear back in February, March, there there was this bill called the Countering Foreign Intelligence and Propaganda Act because they the Congress knew this was an issue. So like for them to act all shocked by this, like I don't know, man, that whole thing stinks. But anyways, uh, dude, I, I mean, it is a different show a, a episode. I would love to have you on. I think this has all been scripted. I think the FISA uh, warrant is scripted. I think the the Russian thing is scripted. I mean, we know, uh, going back to what we talked earlier, Bill Clinton, Bush, they, we, they acted like they hated each other, but in reality, they were working together. That's where the coke was going in through Arkansas, because Arkansas was ranked 50th in everything. And we elected a president who was the governor of a state that was 50th in everything, and we thought they were fighting. I'm starting to think because the Clintons and the Trumps were friends from way back. I mean, Trump gave the Clintons so much money as they were running. Now they hate each other. He hasn't arrested anybody. I think this is all scripted from whatever was doing this, too. Illuminati, lizard people, or whatever. When does he get on the radar? Are you telling me that Nipsey Hussle just came on the radar two years ago? I mean, the guy's 33. He had to be around... yeah, he was he was um and, and like I said, I, I listen to rap music. I'm not like the biggest rap stand, so like there's people that listen to it more than me, but like I had heard his name around that point. I just I just never really listened to his music. Um because he was dropping mixtapes and it wasn't until twenty eighteen that he released an actual proper studio album, but he was he was uh, I guess pretty famous from his mixtapes. He sold that that Crenshaw mixtape for a hundred bucks a piece and Jay Z bought a hundred of them. And, uh, you know, he, he had a pretty big name. I don't know if it's the underground per se, but, um, but yeah, the secret service was following him because of that, that song that he had called fuck Donald Trump and the LA, if you watch his video, the music video, he filmed the LAPD shuts it down. They shut down the video shoot and the secret, like I said, the secret service was reviewing all this, all the content of the song. Um, and you know he's you you see Nipsey he's wearing a uh, a gold chain with the Malcolm X on it. I mean this guy was on the he was on the radar for sure. Um, you you look at all of just look at the history of of rappers being on the, and and you know black men that are that are influential mind you on the radar for FBI COINTELPRO. You know you got Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, Malcolm X, Tupac. All of these people have these big fat FBI surveillance files. Could it be that they are in? Could, I mean, like, dude, I'm really starting to think all that shit's scripted. If you throw the LAPD on them, you throw the Secret Service, who's that get fired? This fucking kind of punk rock part of the black community. It's like, fuck the white man. And like, oh, they're going after our boy because he's speaking that truth. Well, before he was killed, and he, this is in an interview, you can watch it. 
he um, said he wanted to name his last album, um, it's called, he wanted to name it Spook Outside the Door, because it was one of his favorite books, it was called Spook Outside the Door, and it was about a black um, man who infiltrated the CIA to, uh, to get in and kind of, you know, Muck run, it up. run game on him. Yeah. And that's that's in an interview, man. And how that guy got kind of mocked by the black community as a sellout, right? And that he was actually trying to do good. I think that right. was the story. I've watched a couple videos yeah. on it. So, I mean, he's got to be in if he has all that Illuminati if, shit. If, if if Jay-Z brings you in, you're somebody. He don't just bring in Dude, somebody. Jay-Z, th- oh, you're a good rapper. There's tons of good rappers they can bring up. If Jay-Z, Jay-Z brings you in. Snoop Dogg are, are, are fucking... Sheep herders. Like, yeah. notice when anybody goes outside of the, the acceptable narrative, right? Let's go Kanye. Kanye, for whatever, we talked before, blood sacrifices, mom loses. But then he starts going about, I like Trump. We got to stop fighting each other. Blah, 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 right? What happens? Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, yep. all these guys come out and they try to get him back into the herd. And yep. he won't go. So now you don't hear about Kanye anymore. Yep. Do you have any thoughts on that, Isaac? Yeah, Kanye is an interesting character for sure. I mean, he he goes back and forth on uh, on on where he stands. I I think um, you know if you look at Britney Spears, even <laughs> a lot of this MK Ultra stuff comes up. And um, but yeah, as far as as far but but as far as you were talking about politics and the idea that maybe this is all set up and, and ritualized. Uh, I can get behind that. I think I think politics is just like wrestling, where you've got you know the good guy, the bad guy, and and they keep you they keep you invested, and and it's you know it always they always just end up doing what they want to do anyways, right? But um, the idea that it's a, a ritual it, it holds a lot of weight for for what I believe, and from the research I've got, if you look at the Church of Satan, if you look at Anton Lavey, what he was saying about his satanic rituals that they would do, it's 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 always about uh, because he would call upon all these like demonic entities during his rituals, and I, that always confused me because I thought officially the Church of Satan is doesn't believe in any kind of god. They don't believe in deities, so why are they calling upon Moloch and and Baal and all this stuff? And he says it's because it's a theatrics thing. You're trying to um, set up this this sort of subconscious uh, energy for that for the magician to manipulate. It's all it's all about manipulating energy in an un, un, unseen realm for them to do this stuff that they do. We just had Douglas Valentine on. It was a really great episode. We went over the Phoenix Project and how the CIA is basically the biggest drug dealers in the world. And his whole theory is, if you're huge, you're CIA. At the highest levels of everything, they are controlled opposition. And why wouldn't rappers be any different? Yeah, you know for sure. Not? Yeah, most definitely. Go on, sorry. No, I was just gonna say that um, the the thing that that is curious to me though about Nipsey is I I, I watched a bunch of his interviews after he died because I didn't know much about the guy to be honest, and he was talking about all of these these ideas like he was talking about passive income. Which you know, not a lot of people understand what that means. Like, like if if you read the the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, that's what they talk about in that book is passive income. It's it's um, you know setting up some kind of business model and then walking away and just having money flow in, which is what Nipsey was setting up everywhere. And he was trying to uh, educate his fans on that idea. 
he um he was trying to set up this this vector 90 project that it would connect the the inner city the um students with silicon valley up there in was a san jose or whatever it was this this direct connection he he was trying to make a path for people to uh you know better themselves and you know i Depends on how you want to look at this, but like I, I think given the, uh, the the past surveillance stuff, the COINTELPRO, I mean, the FBI freaking shot and killed the leaders of the Black Panthers in the '60s. Uh, Fred Hampton and uh, Mark Clark, I think it was his name. You know, like where does it end, and why? Why? Why did they feel like they've got to keep oppressing this one group? So well, obviously, you think that he impacted the community really well. Do you think he would? You'd say he's uh, our generation's Tupac. You know how they would see him, like you know how we see. Tupac. I think he's Similar. trying to do it, but what what I find is that oh, I, I do in this show. I constantly get told, "Aren't you worried they're going to take you out?" And I go, "There's about a thousand people before me doing way more stuff than me. If they all get taken out and I'm the next one, you'll see this podcast come to an end." Okay, but what I will tell you is this: is that I think when when they raise you up. They take you, they're like, we're going to put you to the front. And you try to go off the reservation and do your own thing. That's when they get really pissed. So let's get into real quick about following this. So we got 9-11, right? And then 9-11 comes out. And now there's all these theories that there wasn't even planes. That now that was all hologram and that there's like one video or two videos mm-hmm. that show planes. All holograms. Who are two people that are very famous that were supposed to be on that those planes? Who are they? We got Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, right? Yep. And then we have what's-his-face. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. And yep. Seth MacFarlane. What do we know about Seth MacFarlane and Marky Mark? How many shows and movies are those guys doing right now? They're all, they have multiple shows on television with multiple movies coming out. And they just happened to be decided they weren't going to get on these planes. But they'll tell the story of how they didn't get on the plane, man. How lucky are we? Huh? We didn't even get on these planes. It happened on the Titanic, too, remember? Right? Wild child just missed the plane. Just, just missed the plane. What a coincidence. And then, and then Family Guy gets fucking dropped. And in the history of time is the first fucking show <laughs> to get fucking brought back from the dead. Gotcha. 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 Okay. It's, it's fired up. It's payback, though. It's, no, it's called get, playing ball. No, no, yeah, when you play ball, though, you get rewarded. It's like you were ta- talking about Bill Clinton. I think like Bill Clinton was a was a coke runner out of Mena, Arkansas. Oh, he was. 100%. So they made him president. For sure. Remember George Bush Senior ran the JFK assassination op, made him For president. For sure. Uh, Joe Biden on 9/11 Diddles gave a hundred thousand to the Pakistani head of intelligence on the morning of 9/11. Bam, we make you vice president. So when you play ball, they they reward you. I think it's it's the same on any level of of masonry. Dude, George Bush Sr. losing to Bill Clinton is the equivalent of Andre the Giant throwing the fight for Hogan in Madison Square Garden in WrestleMania 2. It is the passing of the torch, which to me is exactly what's going on with the Clintons and Trump. It's like that brand is dead. They've killed that brand. Clintons can go no farther. Nobody trusts them. The brand is dead. 
Bring in an outsider, a billionaire who's on top. Bring in the outsider who won't play by the rules. He's a dangerous guy. He's a fucking. He says what? You know they he's, create he's the, the Trump super- card. So so what? Yeah, there we go. A, he's an actor. Guaranteed. Obama, whose fucking mom was CIA, they raised him right up. Obama, what do we do? We start really politically correct. You can't say anything during Obama. That is the crazy, that is political correctness gets in. And who comes in? Who comes in out of nowhere? Fucking a gunslinger <laughs> who won't play by your rules, right? Who gets all the press, all the press on everything. And they're like, we can't have this guy. They do this FISA thing. They have so much evidence. They could lock all these guys up. Who they lock up? Julian Assange, who's like some people say he's part. Some people say Chelsea Manning's father was five eyes. I mean, there's just, it's so scripted. It's insane. So why wouldn't he be any different? I mean, and here we go. Which way, Why did they take him out? Well, he's trying to do too much. He's going off the reservation. He's trying to uplift people when these guys are trying to push them down. When you go off the reservation... That's when they get fucking pissed. Yeah. Well, I mean. We call it when the puppet thinks he's a real boy. I'm a real boy. Here's the thing. Nipsey Hussle, his main. He always did. If you look at him, he's always doing this. I don't know if you can see it. Looks like, you know, a V and an L victory lap. See, that's like a. If you look at old Tammuz statues and pictures, he was a little baby. Tamu? Tammuz. T-A-M-M-U-Z. He's almost like a. He's like the son of Nimrod and. And Samira is Nimrod a bad guy because he sounds retarded. So he's retarded. basically like a, a Mesopotamian Jesus oh. Christ, Tammuz, and he does. That's the, this is the symbol he does. They put it like oh, this in your is face. also Germans three. Yeah, so, German three, three, but three, three. It's Come more on. like it's, all it's more like that, you know. And the gangs, the Crips and Bloods, is red and blue. You know, um, you know the the symbol for a handicap is a is a blue square. Yeah. With a G in it. Look at the wheelchair. That's a G, man. They, they, it's everywhere. So one of his last pictures, he's squatting on the, on the corner of the blue handicap spot right before he got killed with his feet in the Masonic position. I mean, it's, it's, it's every, they put it in your face, dude. So it's got to be scripted on some level. Has to be. What is, what is Con Intel Pro? Isaac? The Con Intel Pro? Yeah, that, that was the uh, program that... I believe it was Hoover started that back in the 60s. And what they were doing was the FBI was setting up surveillance on groups of people that they, they deemed as subversives. And, uh, of course, you you know, subversive to who exactly, who, who make these calls. Uh, but like I said, it, they were they were um, there was a there was a set of sort of protocols they would use to um, to uh, what would you all like to to prevent people from gathering too much, right? So, like, for instance, uh, there's different steps in the COINTEL program. You've got this, um, the idea that you you create this negative public image of people, you create dissension in any sort of groups, you restrict uh, these groups' accesses to funds or uh, resources to gather together, um, and you, you keep down on protest, which is arguably what they did with the Bloods and the Crips, because the Bloods and the Crips started out as a positive group, much like, um, oh, the name escapes me. Black Panthers. Up in Harlem. One of the guys who, uh, one of the guys who, who, uh, started DJing. He had the, uh, some, some kind of black 
gang group that started out as like a positive group and then got perverted into, uh, you know, actually, you know, selling drugs, making money and all that kind of That's stuff. Always goes, um, man. But the, they yeah, the, infiltrate you. They infiltrate you. They get somebody in there that just shifts you to the, you know, we're going to do an episode on, uh, you know, Courtney Love. And she just was, they said she was in a, a mental health she got molested as a kid, and they the CIA used her as a, a basically a Trojan horse. You go into uh, scenes and just spread drugs to everybody. It's insane. It's so insane. And like, yeah, they, I want to hate them, but I'm like, whoa, dude, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, they they the and like COINTELPRO is the same script as so many other events. They use. They use false flags and psychological operations, uh, using the media, and and they do blatant assassinations, all in the name of uh, protecting national security. Um, and you know, you see this with uh, what was that? What was that one with? They basically in the '60s they were talking about um, Northwoods Operation Northwoods. Oh yeah, for sure, talking- dude. All, all the stuff that's been going on the last twenty years, like nine eleven and the and the mass shootings. Um, oh, you know, dude! Operation and, and not, Northwoods. Everybody should look that up if you're at home listening to this. Go look at Operation Northwood, and then go tell me that is not exactly what happened on nine eleven. Go tell me that. Tell me it's not the exact same thing. My, take out Cuba, put in Iraq. Tell me it's not the exact same thing. Tell me it's not. Tell me it's not the exact same game plan. Well, think about it too. Like the way that they scripted is like, um, see, Nipsey was with, um, I think Atlantic, which is owned by Warner Music Group, who also owns TMZ. So now TMZ is the one thing that's covering the whole event. They right? did a they're better the job one, than the cops. Yeah, they got. They're the one releasing <laughs> the security footage, the death certificate. Horrible. They're they're releasing all this stuff. They and then they got like all the cast of characters that they bring up. They got the cowboy was the main witness, right? Remember, there was a cowboy in the Boston bombing. Carlos, what's his name? So they like these characters. There was a, a cowboy in the oh my um, god in the uh, Vegas shooting. So these are guys <laughs> they can go to, so, like point men, so they know. What's going on in the operation? And like oh, and these- one of the chicks, one of the eyewitnesses, um, I can't think of her name. She has some cell phone video right before. She's a chick who just happened to be over on Crenshaw and Slauson on the day of the shooting from Aurora, Colorado. Shut it's like, up! It's Shut like there's up! so much stuff that just happens to be there you know what i mean and how many times have we just seen this with shootings like you remember when the bomber went on and then you know the um okay so we have the uh the synagogue bombing in new jersey right and what happens what oh they they had people from the holocaust there then like then a couple days later or a week later oh my god there was a shooting at the bar here in la oh they had people from the la it's like dude you see these patterns all the time and, All the time. And, and, and the guy who ran the what was it? The uh, the attorney general who, you know, spoke out big on Sandy Hook's name was Eric Holder for Obama. The shooter's name just happens to be Eric Holder. And it's like his story changes. It Sometimes it looks like two different dudes. There's so much shit that it's there's something going on. It's just all th- it just makes me think it's it's so much a simulation. It's just so much a simulation, dude. Have you heard any of this, Isaac? 
Yeah, Aaron's dropping some good knowledge there, but the uh, the 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 one thing I can add in there, I'll throw in this also. Um, Aurora, Illinois, there was a mass shooting. It was like I think it was the same day that Nipsey was murdered. Unbelievable. It, I mean, I mean, is it all is it all Luciferian references? And and to to add on to that, um, we were talking earlier about Saturn, and I'll I'll try to be brief. But if you read a book by Dan Booth called The Occult History of the World, I think is the title, he tells you what Saturn's all about. It it goes back to this this idea of, and I'm going to mix a couple book references here because it's. I've read them both, and they're kind of... I'm <laughs> illiterate. I'll take your um, word for it. Uh, Pete, so Peter Lavender wrote a book called The Dark Lord, okay? And there's this idea that Saturn is this... I don't know if deity is the right word, but it, it was this this uh, primal force that was responsible for evolving mankind. It's this idea that we started... Uh, you know, because they believe in, in evolution stuff, and like this idea that... Um, they used to think our, our pineal glands were external to the to the body, and um, anyways, Saturn was this this planetary force that 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 gave us time measurements, um, the material realm, the material realm, which which like Aaron was saying, you've got this in Freemasonry. It's always about they're standing on the cube, the three dimensional idea. It's it's the constructs, the material construct is what Saturn represents. They think that we couldn't exist without it, so Saturn like Lucifer, is this force that it's the necessary evil. We couldn't live without it. it. It was necessary for us to evolve, much like Lucifer is the force necessary for us to evolve into this higher calling of man becoming God and getting rid of the old gods, like Aleister Crowley talks about. Um, and, 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 you know, Saturn as the dark lord, it's the sixth planet, right, from the sun, Oh my it's, you know, God! Six, six, right? <laughs> That's the Nike swoop. Oh my the, God, the dude! Saturn, yeah. Oh my God! It's so crazy. Which you, which you could tie. I mean, and and like I said, I don't get too hung up on gematria stuff and numerology, but you could tie that in because Nipsey was shot six times. The guy, uh, the alleged shooter holder, whoever it was, shot him once, walked away. Shot him twice, walked away. Shot him three times, six times. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh my and, God! And and. The um, one of these videos here. I, I watched a bunch of Nipsey's videos. And I'm trying to get the name. I think it was. I think it was the Victory Lap video. Um, he was wearing. Uh, yeah, I think it's Victory Lap. He was wearing a Saturn black hexagram shirt at the pyramids yeah, of right. Tulum. He uh, was yeah, climbing right. the pyramids at Tulum. Uh-huh. A, a lot of weird come- symbolism here, you know. And 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 I'm a little more skeptical than most. Like I'm saying, you know, just because he's wearing the shirt and just because he had the pyramid, that doesn't necessarily mean he was, you know, uh, killed by the Illuminati. But I mean, a lot of stuff stacks up. Well, I mean, do you think he comes up with this himself, or is do handlers tell him to do this stuff? I think I think the handlers tell him to do this stuff. I'm not going to say a- anything. I I know somebody who's very big, and um. When they come and do a show, a group of white, nondescript people are always around. <laughs> and I'm not going to say anything, but I've heard these people, this person on stage, mention brainwashing. And I think it's real interesting. When you get to this really big level... 
Isaac was talking about Britney Spears, man. I think she's getting reprogrammed right now. Oh, she just I... had another mental episode yeah. where she, she's in a mental. When they send you to the mental home, that means they're reconfiguring their. Or they their, tell uh, you you're at the. They yeah, tell us. She's been in the mental home. Cloned. Or cloning. Either or, one. Cloning you think it freaks could be a me out. Fucking clone? If, if there's nine Britney Spearses out there, man, the world is way too scary for me. Not that Did I, you guys see what David, uh, David LaChapelle said about Britney today? But no. Chance. Okay, so so I've been talking about Britney Spears for a few weeks now, talking about how I think she's being MK Ultra mind controlled. And David LaChapelle, who filmed the video, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to read this real quick. Uh, just today, he says he, he's referencing a video that was released about from Britney. It says this is some of my footage. This is not my edit. I find it very suspect that the video was leaked. Well, sorry, leaked <laughs> while Britney was away. Meaning, uh, while she was in this mental rehabilitation place, right? Yeah, cloning center, says whatever. The, the cloning center. The, he <laughs> says, the video slash song wasn't released because Britney didn't like it. Her voice as an artist should be respected. The only direction Britney ever gave me for this video is for me to film her in the cage. At the time, I didn't understand why would you want to be filmed in a cage. At first, I envisioned her to film her as a tigress, but she wanted to be filmed more timid, like a kitten. For everyone on my team, at least, we could tell something was off. The only direction Brittany gave me for the video was that she wanted to die, that she wanted to die in the video. So there you go. You're talking about the, we're talking about MK Ultra. We're talking about the, the idea of the sex kitten. You know, yeah. you look at Hugh Hefner stuff. It's all these yeah, mind, yeah, yeah. mind controlling these women. And the bird, and the cage, she, the bird cage, the she, one that's the bird tall. Cage. That's an MK trigger. Classic mind control stuff that that you know you read these books from like Kathy O'Brien and stuff and like if, at first glance you think ah, I don't know this is a little nutty but you know these conspiracy theorists they they seem to be right an awful damn lot of the time yeah, yeah. when are we wrong I mean like dude listen you can we're we're gonna argue all day about the moon landing we can argue all day about flat Earth I just know that everybody who argues and I'm not arguing on either way because I'm just. I'm either never going to go to the moon, and I'm too lazy to actually do any of the research into seeing <laughs> if there is this flat. But I guarantee you, person, Aaron in the corner, not this Aaron, good Aaron, bad Aaron, okay, <laughs> has done zero research into what we're actually on. And that's all I'm going to say. I argue with everybody. And by the way, everybody's got a doctrine in everything. I can argue politics. So they've done zero fucking look into it. The only thing they know about politics is what happened in Game of Thrones last night. Okay, that's the only <laughs> thing they fucking know. But they'll tell me without a shed, without a reasonable doubt, that they know exactly what's going on, and they've done no research. And then you have people demonizing YouTube, and to me, that is straight up more fucking psyop shit. Because what they're telling you is, don't watch YouTube. Go watch the news. And the news has lied to you over and over again. For every video you see that is bad, I will put that up against fucking the amount of actual episodes of bullshit on network news. Not just the shows, the actual episodes. What do you think there's more of? Shitty YouTube videos or straight up lying propaganda on the nightly news? It's not even close. And I don't get the YouTubes. Like, man whatever's on there, I can be the one to decide if, if it's legit or not. Just, well, I don't know what, you don't have to monitor what I'm watching. Political correctness is, it's telling you don't think, react. Like if I, there was a time where I'd go on stage, if I said the word Jesus, 
Nobody would even hear what I had to say. They would just, their assholes would pucker up, and they'd get really mad. If I said the N-word <laughs> on stage, they would get really mad. It doesn't matter if I'm talking about my dick in bed. That's what I call it, because that's who it's. <laughs> but they would get real fucking quiet. They wouldn't even hear what I have to say, and that's what they're trying to teach you. Don't think. Yeah. Just have emotional yeah. reactions to shit. It's fucking interesting, dude. That contest. That Con Intel Pro is fucking real, dude. Now, we can get into Dr. Sabid or whatever his name is, but I want to get into what you were talking because we got about 13 minutes left. Can we? Oh, 13. What's that number? Oh, got to be something. We're, we're got to be fucking. We're next. I'm going to hear I it. I got to be these. home by 533. Oh, oh, my oh, God. Oh, what the fuck? Sounds going to go. And look at the yep. time. Um, what a predictive. <laughs> Programming in Nipsey's music. What do you what do you think about all that stuff, Isaac? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a fair amount of it. If you look at, uh, I'm trying to think of all. I, I pulled some images from some of his videos here. I'm gonna just pull it up for reference here. Um, he had there was a, it was called Hustle in the House. Is that the right one? Yeah, there was a video called Hustle in the House, and you see a man writing up on a memorial for Nipsey Hustle. This is before he died, obviously. Which, you know, that's quite curious, right? A lot of these rappers, they talk about how they know they're going to die. Uh, XXX Tentacion filmed a, a whole video of him visiting his own funeral, right? Like before he died, yep. and then he gets supposedly shot. Don't talk um, about death. You'll then, court it. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, there's a video for Victory Lap. Uh, that's the name of the video, I, I believe. I know that's his album. I, I get, anyways, um, he's got a picture of a crucif- uh, like a Jesus on a crucifix on the, the marathon store that he was operating, right? Then the you if you watch some of his um, some of his documentaries, I'm just trying to pull the name of it. I believe it was it was a documentary all about this marathon clothing store. Uh, I pulled out some of the audio clips uh, earlier, but the um, he talks about how it, right at the beginning of this thing, he talks about how important the parking lot was, which is the parking lot he ends up getting, you know, killed in, and about how the parking lot was the foundation, and about how, um, uh, you know, his there was a later on in the video he says there's a higher purpose for me in this parking lot. How do the how do these people know they're going to get killed? How did Tupac know? You know, uh, to to go back to Tupac, uh, Tupac knew he was going to get killed too. He. He was dating Quincy Jones's daughter, and she and he was said, "I I got to take my bulletproof vest with me out to Las Vegas," and and she and she wanted him to do it, but then at the last minute he changed his mind because it was like I don't know July or whatever, and he said, "Man, it's too damn hot. I'm not taking this vest." That's so funny. Know? I might die, but fuck, I hate sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Nipsey also referenced Tupac a lot in his music. Like that was one of his yeah. one of his idols. Yeah. TMC. Yeah, and, and he had a he had a he had a single. Uh, you know, I don't use I don't say the N word, but the, he has a single called Fifty N Words," right? And uh, that's the tattoo that Tupac had on his stomach. What, what's he talking about in, in Nipsey's song? He's talking about how um, you know selling crack to make a living and provide for your family, and how how black men lose faith in the system based upon um, uh, George Zimmerman when he got acquitted for 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 killing Trayvon Martin. You know, these are all like these social activist qualities that Nipsey had, and uh, man, I can't I can't help but think he was on the radar. Well, yeah, or he's he's straight up a tool, man. I mean, I'm being honest with you. I mean, how much of these huge, huge, huge guys do you listen to yourself and you're like, wow, 
that guy is amazing. Or you're like, why is everybody into this? I mean, how many times? Like, dude, how many people here listen to watch the Mindy Project? Anybody watch that show? I asked that question a thousand times. I've yet to meet someone who goes, yeah, dude, I love that show. That's why I was on for seven seasons. Does anybody? No. These things just don't make any fucking sense, man. There's just so much fucking bullshit. And we see over and over again. I mean, dude, look at how big Ice Cube is. Look at how big fucking Dr. Dre is now. Dude, Ice Cube's about to buy like all the Fox Sports uh, affiliates because Disney had to sell them. How is that possible? How is this guy doing kids' movies now? Why is Snoop Dogg hosting the Kids' Choice Awards? Why is DJ <laughs> Kelly hosting the Nickelodeon Awards? Because these guys are these guys are fucking assets, man, and they're done for a reason. So you put these dudes into these shows where kids are really young and they start checking out their fucking music, right? And they're like, oh yeah. You know, fucking bang bitches, all this fucking shit that you normally would freak out if kids were doing it. If you saw that a kid, if, dude, if you had a fuck, I mean, dude, Miley Cyrus, who I think is insanely talented, I think she's a five tool player, man. But man, you watch what she used to do on these kids' cho- like the the fucking MTV Awards, which we all know were meant for thirteen year old girls, and she's going ass to ass with some fucking, uh, you know, some performer. It's just like. It's incredible. Yeah. She used to stick her tongue out. Remember that? Oh, she used to let that was her. That's a finger uh, blaster. Uh, what do you call it? Yep. Fucking the goddess. Shows. The goddess Callie always Dude. had her tongue out. That's Trayvon Martin's dad. He's a high level Mason. Just for quick, um, uh, yeah, good point. Between the two. Uh, oh my two god! Pillars. And what's that? Probably black cube right there. It's yep. more of a circle, but not the point. <laughs> it's unbelievable, dude. Yeah, they promote they promote these self destructive behaviors, and you know, look at look at the. Do um, you remember when Mike Tyson got that face tattoo? That was shocking. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I mean, that was twenty years ago, and now and now they got these crazy face tattoos, and it's like, not not that I have a problem with it. Like I'm like I talked about my own show. Like I like tattoos. Like that great. I hope they I hope they get rid of all the the preconceived judgments that are made upon tattoos. I like them, but like you're you're really limiting your career choices. Not that I'm saying it's okay, yeah. but that's just the way the world is right now. You could do two things. You could be a tattoo artist or do donkey shows in Tijuana. <laughs> Those are your options with fucking face tattoos. <laughs> and they're not even good. If it was like I've been to like some weed fucking conventions and they got like like weed chicks are next level now. They're not Ooh. granola bitches back in the day, but they're like high end Mexican futuristic strippers and they got nice tattoos. But these kids are walking around like with like doodles on their faces yeah yep i mean they're just it's like dude that's your face did you try did you care and they're all little they all start with little pump or some little shit like that monkey do we just see what's on tv and we reenact it dude gucci man had an ice cream cone on his face why would you get an i saw a dude with an angry bird tattoo what kind of fuck face gets a, a video game from 2010 on his fucking face a dumb fucking sheep that's who it does uh, we're, we're running out of time. You think a lot of this is a hoax. Is that what you're thinking, Aaron? Man, you know, some of it looks, you know, it's, it's, it's I heard somebody talking about, they call it like, um, you know, the people think Tupac's alive, Biggie. Because remember, the, the conspiracy was in the beginning, Nipsey was killed because he was making a documentary on Dr. Sebi, this, this Honduran doctor 
who uh, supposedly could cure cancer and AIDS with herbs and all that stuff. Lisa Lefty Lopez was down there as a as a student of his and was killed in a car accident down in Honduras. Really? Yeah. While making a video. She was filming herself, but then it's like, was she actually killed or does she just take off down there like I'm done with the hip hop life? I mean, let you know, left eye, blah, blah, blah. But and if you look at the, the the car crashes right she's taking a video right before the car crashes and she kind of looks at the camera and gives this weird smirk and then bam, that's it. You never hear from her again. So do some of these people like they're doing co and tell pro, they come in, they do their job, then they're done and now Nipsey goes back to Eritrea or is Tupac, you know, I'm telling you, man. That that stuff freaks me out looking at Tupac because you'll think he's alive after you watch some of it. Well, my whole thing is like they say Nipsey Hussle had uh, an open casket, but the dude got six shot six times. Like, where did he I don't he think shoot? he had an open casket. I didn't see any open casket. Well, I mean, this says open casket, but I still don't fucking think you would have an open <laughs> casket for a dude who's been shot a bunch of watch times. Watch his mom talking about how her son just died and i get it she's real new agey and spiritual but it's a weird response to when your famous son is gunned down in a violent encounter she's i'm happy for him he couldn't be in a better place he's he's happier now i saw him he didn't have a mark on him she looks like she just won the fucking lotto on him nobody really cries at the funeral you can see Lauren London, the kids, n- nobody, no, there's no actual tears. Like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of smiling going on. You know, so and I don't you know. Could you add look more at to some that. of the fake CPR. Isaac, it looks like you could add more to that, uh, that, that idea. Sorry, I don't mean to. No, 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 go, no go, 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 go. The, the, talking about the, Nipsey's mom uh, and the weird things she's saying, uh, Left Eye's mom also said that, some weird stuff. She said that uh, Left Eye's death was predestined, and the Lord prepared her for her for her to die two years prior. Um, and you know, you were talking about Aaron was talking about how um, Left Eye was in the car, and they filmed her own death. She was reaching for the last thing she says is, "Give me those tarot cards." And she's reaching in the back seat to grab tarot cards. That's the last thing that she does. And then, and and in that whole documentary, if you watch the last days of Left Eye, she talks about how she um, had all these weird spirits following her because they. They they ran over some kid down there yep. while they were filming yep. and killed this kid. And she said that the spirit was following her and that she was next and um, about how the place she was at doing the herbs, which I, I presume is Dr. Sabi's uh, facility. Yep. So there was a lot of people that died there and the air was real thick with all these spirits and, and how it was really like kind of bugging her out. Do you think that they could be uh, hoaxes? Isaac? Hoaxes as in what? As, as in, in what? They're not really dead. I mean, back in the day before before uh, modern times, politicians would fake their own death and they would go live a peaceful life when they, they felt their services were done. I mean, we would see famous people. I mean, like James Dean, there's a whole theory that he died in. Uh, he actually died recently in um, Canada, you know? Hmm. Well, my thing is, man, just look at, um, look at Paul McCartney, Bill Shepard guy from the Beatles, man, they switched out the, the main guy from the Beatles right in front of people's eyes. Uh, he's still kicking around today. I promise you that's not the Paul McCartney who started with him. Your thoughts, I mean, Isaac? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. I, I think that, uh, and, and also, uh, you know, like with Tupac, like, 
I don't know that Tupac is dead. Like, there's a lot of stuff that makes sense that he wouldn't be dead. Um, and, and and Left Eye was channeling Tupac's spirit too, by the way, before before she was supposedly killed. Dude, everybody's channeling fucking Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers. That's a t-shirt. I'm, I'm over you guys. That's, that's my T-shirt. Uh, I mean, I have to do this. I have to do this. Oh, today. it's gonna be a good one. We gotta do it. I mean, we've been just. This I think is I'm fun. on his side. I think I'm on this his side today on oh. this one. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god! Here we go. Let's find out everybody's favorite show. Dead or mute. A-A-Ron. You done messed up, A-A-Ron. You filthy animal. Aaron, thoughts. I can't hear you. I know. I got to turn my mic on. Okay. Thoughts. <sighs> Guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that says it all. Uh, yeah. No. <sighs> no. I'm just going to say no. Okay. That See? was Aaron's thoughts. Isaac, uh, can you there let him know one more time your thoughts? <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, your, I think, uh, uh, your social media. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. IlluminatiWatcher.com is the jump off point. I'm all over the place. Uh, I've got books on Amazon, Audible. I did some self-narration stuff on Audible. Uh, man, fuck social media. I'm all over it, but don't follow me. <laughs> I love that. Uh, did you have a good time, Isaac? Could you come back on the show sometime? Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. I, 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 like I said, I would have normally tried to get out there. I'm, I'm pretty close to you guys, so but it uh, didn't work out this time. But, yeah, next time for sure. We're going to do it. Aaron, again, tell them where they can find you. Um, or you don't want them do, to find um, you? Let's do um, NoHo Comedy Festival the first night, Thursday, May 2nd, at Residuals uh, Tavern, 11042 Ventura Boulevard, Studio City. That's I May 2nd, 2019. Love it, yeah, dude. Yeah. There we go. You're a G. Guys, uh, this has been part one. Part two is now available as well. We're going to get into the holistic doctors and all that stuff. Isaac, Aaron, and baby pants in the corner. <laughs> you're due. XG, you're great. I What's love up? you with all my heart, Thank buddy. You. Thank you. And uh, we will see you guys soon. Take care, everybody. Bye. <laughs>